0: hi everyone I hope everything's going well hope you are staying safe out of trouble and wearing your mask for one today I kind of like I kind of want to talk about something a little different and it does have something to do with love and romance but this is a different subject altogether. Everybody knows someone who has a family, a family member, or a friend or someone that's going through domestic violence and we're always trying to give them advice and we're always trying to figure out why they won't leave that person, why they feel like the person beating them, loves them. But what is domestic violence? It's one person beating, or f- physically, mentally, or emotionally attacking their significant other in uncontrolled rage. That's what, that's what I think in our unprocessed feelings and emotions and a lot of things can turn a healthy relationship to an unhealthy one. If the couples are experiencing problems, what like financial woes, um, bills and all that, that can cause a relationship to turn toxic really quickly. Especially if one partner thinks that he or she is doing more than the other to uh, take care of the household, put food on the table, pay the bills, you know, take care of the kids. And it can be like this even if there aren't any kids in a relationship. Um, I can offer up my own situation. I was, when, when I was in middle school getting ready to go into high school i had this guy that liked me and he asked me to be his girlfriend now his background was one of a lot of violence his father had actually murdered his mother and this was the same thing um that would happen mm-hmm. when- with my husband. He his um uh, his father shot his mother. But that's that's a whole different tale, but he was not abusive. My husband was not abusive at all. Um but in but in um, middle school I I didn't know much about love or relationships or anything. And I didn't know how he wanted me to act. I didn't even know what he wanted from me. Um, All I know is it started out innocent enough. He would um, buy me things. And he would want to hold my hand. And we would, you know, go and do different things together. And that, you know, that was fine. But I didn't didn't know what I was supposed to do. I'm not going to say that I had lived a very sheltered life. but, But what was going on was we had moved to the area. And I was making friends. And somehow he and I came across each other during the summer. And then when school started back. Um, all of a sudden we were girlfriend and boyfriend and I you know I was happy about that but I kind of started to veer away from him because something made me very afraid of him he would lash out at me um, say for instance if I was at home I was doing my homework And he wanted me to come out He wanted me to go Go walking with him Or go to the park Or go to the store with him And then I'd be doing my homework And I'd tell him Well you know I can't come right now I'd be like, he, he would say yo come right now You know I want you to come outside I want to see you And I'd be like Well I'm almost done, and I'll come when I'm done. And then, I mean, I would follow through. I would go, and then he would be really upset with me, and he would be acting very aggressive towards me, but he wouldn't, you know, hit me or anything. He, would, he didn't hit me or hurt me at that point, and so... And everything started to be a bit much for me because he was demanding a lot of my time. And um, I did care about him at some point, I did. at some level I did love him, but I was more afraid of him so I broke up with him. And after that everything spiraled out of control. He kept on coming after me, trying to beat me, trying to jump on me. He just kept on doing, he was doing all kinds of stuff. And I couldn't, I I couldn't get away from him. But I, it was like everywhere I was, he would, he would come and try to slap me or something. He would try to, he was doing everything he could to make sure that everyone knew that I was off limits and that he had some kind of control or ownership over me. I was really scared and I kept on uh, going to the office Turning him in, and it would be like there was nothing done about it. I was constantly, um, just berated. He was—he was just after me. Like he came—like he came to school just for me, just to d- try to destroy, destroy me, destroy my life, destroy my safety, my confidence, and. It was it was horrible. And I didn't think... I didn't think that it was... Love. I didn't think that it was romance. I just thought that, okay, this guy... He does not know how to control his emotions. And he's upset with me. He's out of control. And the only thing... That, my only way out was to... I felt like to make him stop was just to say okay let's 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 just get back together. And he was about to attack me until I said that. Then after he hugged me after that and he was saying in my ear I miss you I miss you so much. I'm sorry about everything. And, um, the abuse, it stopped. It, it stopped. And he never, he never hit me or anything ever again after that. And then we, after that, he did he didn't do anything to me. But then I didn't know that... There was this girl trying to date him she she uh, she was doing all kinds of things to get with him and and she was putting out she she started putting out and he started cheating on me and uh We broke up. And you know, I didn't even put up a fight. I didn't even try to stop him. I let, let him go. And lo and behold, what I went through was, was nothing. Was nothing compared to what he did to her. He was beating her with belts. With, with spikes spikes and right at school, he was. Oh gosh, he was just doing okay. Every it was, everybody was talking about it every day. What the things that he was doing to her? He he was so he was a monster to her. Not to downplay anything that happened to me because I went through a lot. I went through a lot. Before I was able to escape from him. I just went through so much. But you know. And I feel for her. I feel for her. Um, There was one day I was passing through. And I had just been over to my best friend's house. And then he and her. Were in her backyard. And they were fighting. And her mom came outside. I witnessed it all. Even the presence of her mom did not stop him from beating her. And he looked at me. And, and I kind of picked up the pace. And he yelled off to me. He said, you act like you want some. I didn't say anything. I just, I, I just made my way home. I said all that to let people know that it's not easy to get out of those situations sometimes you reach out for help and then there's nothing that, that anyone can do until you do something yourself the only way I got out of that situation was because that girl wanted him. She was attracted to him. He's a nice-looking guy. Right. Who who wouldn't want to be with him? But there's something inside him that's broken, and it's like that for all abusers. There's something inside them that's broken and the ones being abused, they stick around because they think that they can do something about it. They think if they just say the right thing, do the right thing, be supportive, help out as much as possible, put in 250%, 300%, 1,000%. They think that they can change that person, but that person has to want to change. That person has to want to seek out counseling. That person has to realize that he or she has a problem, and then and only then will that person seek out help. It goes both ways for the abuser and the one being abused. We have to change our way of thinking. People have to learn how to responsibly handle their emotions, they can't just get mad. And start yelling and lashing out and throwing things and then throwing punches. It always starts out small. Just a slap across the face. Just a a shove against the wall. Just little things. Twisting your wrists. Yelling. Mentally abusing you. Calling, saying, down dragging you. Saying you're not worth this, you're not this, or, or that. You know, it starts small and then gradually it progresses to something, something so dangerous, out of control, to the person getting knocked out. Black eyes, burst lip, bur- bur- broken nose, cracked ribs. Eventually, that person is going to kill you if you do not escape. And there are some that go back over and over and over to their abuser because they think that that is love. I have one incident where this young woman, she was with this man and she was pregnant. And she caught him cheating on her and he followed her home and he beat her while she was pregnant with a child and she lost a child and instead of pressing charges on him for beating her like that she kept it a secret and then she was proud she was kind of proud in a way when everybody found out that he had jumped on her and she was like that man girl that man he he beat the mess out of me she used different words I toned it down for this recording, but she was it was like she was almost proud of it. It was like she was wearing it as a a badge, but it wasn't a badge. she'd been beaten abused, and she eventually- her child eventually died. They had put her on bed rest to try to save the baby, but she didn't she she was in the streets she couldn't sit down she wanted to be out and about she wanted to see if she could hear his name in the streets. And um it was just very 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 interesting. Yes. Oh. It was very interesting because it was like she was she was proud of it. She thought that when he beat her like that that It was something good. He was so crazy about her. No, he wasn't crazy about you. You caught him cheating on you. How's that, him being crazy about you? People, sometimes people don't even know they're being abused. Verbal abuse, you know. The person's constantly berating you, saying things telling you you're not good enough telling you that you're not enough telling you that they wish they were with this person or that person instead of you calling you sorry you know because you're working maybe working a job or you're not being paid that much or they're thinking that you're not at your full potential or you're not making enough money to take care of them so they can just sit at home yeah it it goes both ways and don't get me wrong I want you to know just like a man can be an abuser a woman can be an abuser both can be users and abusers but I look at the domestic violence situations that are revolving around the people that people that I know People that have a good head on their shoulders and then yet yet they allow themselves to stay in these situations it's like they don't believe that they're they've been abused for so long they don't believe that they can get somebody else you know find somebody to really love them they they've settled they've settled themselves down in these relationships and no matter what people say, no matter how much advice you give them, they will not leave. They will not leave that person. And then, no domestic violence situation has a happy ending. Somebody always ends up dead. Someone might end up having to hurt someone in self-defense. It, it's just not a good look. It's not a good thing for a relationship. It's not a good thing for two people to be together. If they're toxic and maybe both of them are fighting and jumping on each other, that's not a good thing either. If you are in a relationship where you think you can just put your hands on someone, you need to get out of that relationship because your, your thinking is wrong. You don't have a right to hit someone or abuse someone. That person is a grown-up. That person has already been raised by his or her parents. Nothing you can do. No amount of beating or or talking or putting down is going to make that person change. You, you You can't do that. If that's not the person... If this person doesn't have the characteristics and the things that you want in a relationship, leave that person. Don't try to raise up... Or rise up and hit them and beat them into submission and try to change them you shouldn't want someone to be afraid of you fear and love do not mix and for the people out there that are in these situations and they're thinking that is love i know no matter how many times we can scream it from the roof that is not love you're only going to figure it out When you begin to believe in yourself. When you finally stand up and say enough is enough. You have to get away from that person before he or she extinguishes your life. Think about yourself. Think about your family. What will your family do if this person accidentally kills you? What are they going to say? What are people going to say he beat her to death, and he's walking around free. He made up all these other things. He pretended like he wasn't there. He says he hasn't had an alibi. He didn't do it. They're looking at your medical records. They're looking, giving you an autopsy, and seeing that you you have all these cracked ribs that are healing, skull injuries, all these healing wounds, and fractures. People are gonna wonder, why? Why did you stay? Why didn't you get out? Why didn't you reach out to someone for help? Why didn't you run? If there are children involved, why? Why didn't you just take the children to a shelter? I know it's easy to say these things. I know it's easy to ask these questions. So there are no easy answers. We can't say, doesn't she know or doesn't he know that this person doesn't love him or her? We can't confuse these acts of abuse with love. That's not love. Love is... Caring for that person. Doing things for that person. When they're sick. You stay up all night. Holding their hand. Nursing them back to health. When they're hungry. You're willing to get up and fix them a meal. When they want to talk. Or when they want to cry. You're that shoulder. You're that shoulder. And those arms to rest in. Love doesn't always have to be going to fancy restaurants going out to the movies sometimes it can just be the tender moments that two people spend together and that silence between them it's not awkward it's a comfortable silence he's doing what he has to do you're doing what she's doing what she has to do and it's just it's nice and peaceful no arguing in relationships there are going to be disagreements but you both have to be adults and talk those talk through those disagreements work through them no one has to raise their voice no one has to raise their hand another thing we have to do we have to stop passing judgment we just have to be there for those people that are going through those situations you have you can be upset seeing your sister, or your brother, your mother, aunt, uncle, and your loved one, your cousin going through that. But we we truly can't tell them what to do to get out of this situation, especially if we haven't been in it and they know in your mind's eye you can just see that person. Just packing their things up and leaving. But no. The abuser makes it so hard. Makes it so hard to walk away. So hard to walk out that door. Mm. Mm. It didn't just happen overnight. They didn't just become abusers overnight. And I find it strange that an abuser can beat one woman and not lay a finger on another. With that, I'm going to let you guys go and marinate on that. We shouldn't pass judgment and we should always do our best to support those that need it the most. So be safe out there. Wear your mask, sanitize your hands, don't go coughing on anyone, and stay distant. Stay safe. This has been Veronica. See you next time.